This is exactly right. Gals, non-binary pals, welcome to a mini-sode. Yes. Bananas. It's October 7th, 2022. These come out every other Thursday, but they also come out like for free a year later. So if you're hearing this now and you comment to us about something we said and it's a year later, if it's 2023 perchance... We won't know what you're talking about, so give us some context, and we'll happily engage. It's like the uh, it's like the text from someone who texted you once five years ago, and then just sends you a text like, "Hey man, can you do this thing?" And then you just have to be like, "Please, just put your name." Yes. If you don't think that I if that we are on a, a texting basis for every day, yes, put your name. I put my name with people. That, like, I know they have it saved, but just in case they don't. I'm you can player. never overintroduce. I, I say everybody's name in a circle of people, and I know I've bailed out hundreds of friends in the past where I'll be like, it's <laughs> funny that Brad said that because Cynthia and I were hanging out two days ago, and I can sometimes see people in their <laughs> eyes being like, Brad, it's Brad. I've forgotten Brad the entire time. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you? Scotty, I, how you doing? I'm Tomorrow so is good. a big day. Tomorrow is our door to shore, so today I'm not walking at all. I'm just hydrating. I um, My cousin's in town, so I might go get a, a, a nice little dinner tonight, but I feel giddy. I feel excited to get out. I wish we could just start right now. That's how I feel. It's exciting. I um, I have not trained other than going to the gym, like going to... Orange Theory Fitness Glendale. Orange uh, Theory Fitness <laughs> I had Glendale. I had him again for only the second time ever. And for Ugh. those of you who don't know, there's one instructor at this Orange Theory I go to who makes us put our hands in the center and go, on Orange, three, Orange Theory, Theory Fitness, Fitness Glendale. <laughs> but explain what Orange Theory is for our internationals. Uh, it is a place you go to work out. They have classes. It's an hour-long class. 30 minutes on the treadmill, 30 minutes on uh, weights and rowing. And, great. And uh, it's high interval. Circuit high training or something? High-intensity in, high in, high interval training. I really like it. Um, Jonah Ray goes with me. <laughs> we go to the same Orange Theory Fitness as so That's does nice. Dave Clock. Um, That's so nice. Yeah, so we do it. But there's the one guy who makes us do this cheer, and I almost wrote like a stand-up routine about him that like this man <laughs> is should. an alien you should <laughs> like it's truly and it's the, the best part is that it's not required by the corporate structure. of course it is is no there is no it's no up on high saying you should do this it's he chose he it's his decision to have us chant orange theory fitness glendale after a class and it is at i do it now because i think it's so funny yeah, my accountant is a 70-year-old man, a nice older gentleman who's very, um, he drones on. He's very even-tempered. I really enjoy him. I only really see him once a year unless I get those emails. It's like, fill this out, mailed in today. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I saw him you know, for the first time in two years because of the great choir, and he looked great. 
he looked really healthy. And I said, what have you been up to, Bruce? And he goes, well, I've been doing a lot of Orange Theory. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and it made me so happy. And then three days later, I go to get my car smogged. And across from where I get my car smogged is a, the weirdest restaurant, maybe in Burbank. Maybe I mean, maybe in Los Angeles. It's in Burbank. It's called Chili John's. Have you been to Chili John's? No, where is it? Is I it think you need to start a Christmas Eve tradition with the whole Brown Oler family. It's uh, up on Burbank Boulevard, I think. And it there are two locations in the world, one in Wisconsin and one in Burbank. <laughs> they have five kettles of chili. And then you either uh-huh. get it in a bowl with crackers, you get it over rice or over spaghetti noodles. And that's it. It's, that's it. And no it's a bread bowl option. No bread no. bowl option. No, and it's fine. It's like not great. You don't feel bad after. So I guess in that way it wins. But so I go like three or four days later after Bruce tells me he goes to Orange Theory. And there he is sitting at the counter hammering down some Texas style chili at Chili John's. And he's like, How do you even know about this place? I'm like, Bruce, I'm out there, man. <laughs> I'm hunting down the weirdest stuff in the world intentionally. Also, I like that you go all the way out to Burbank to get your car smog tested when you could do it literally. There's 35 places between here and Burbank you could go Incorrect. To. You are wrong because what? I have a 1990 BMW that barely gets by every year. And there is a company who will not fail me if it looks like it's going to fail. They will stop the test and they'll be like, go drive it around, put some Tektron in it lower the gas like they give me and then they're like bring it back very hot like they want the engine glowing red and they're like drive it right up onto the ramp when you get here and so i'll gun gun it up and down the five and then i've literally i'll whip it in like just signal signal pull right in and then the guy will hop in and so i've passed it for the last three inspections crazy only at this one place i it failed somewhere else like eight years ago and it puts such a ding on it. Like they actually mark it when it fails that I had to put like $2,000 worth of stuff to get this car to pass. So there's this one place where I'm not going to name them because I don't know if it's illegal to do that. But if they see that I'm going to fail the test, they halt the test and they're like, do these three things and bring it back. And it works every time. <laughs> and then I eat chili while it's happening is what I'm there saying. You go. Yeah. I um, mean, I'd go just for the chili. Yeah, it's uh, you got to try ch- Chili John's with the kids. Right, it's not bad. All uh, right, so what do we got? Um, on minisodes, we uh, we tell your stories, your strange stories, yes, and we uh, sometimes we tell your strange confessions. And Scotty, I believe you have a bunch of confessions, don't you? I do. I I will start us with a story that was apropos of nothing. It just was a mm-hmm. story. Sometimes we get these, but it is banana related. Okay, great. Hi. I have a story about how bananas saved my brother's life. Okay, I like that. Great opening sentence. Yeah, potassium deficiency is where my mind goes immediately. That's right. I was living in San Diego, and my brother came to visit me. Upon his arrival and pickup at the airport, he divulged to me that he was drinking along with other frivolous activities. Um, We can guess what that means. Uh. And that he wasn't feeling too well. He was in good spirits, though, so we went and got tacos. He could barely touch his meal, and when we ended up leaving, he turns to me and says, I do not feel well. When we got in my car, he started convulsing. Scary. Terrifying. 
Still oh a little God. coherent, I was able to get it out of him that he had not eaten anything for the last 24 hours. So we tried Pedialyte, Gatorade, put him in a hot shower. Nothing worked. I, recalled telling, uh, I recall him telling me he had stupid shroom hands, like curled up and couldn't move his claw. Uh, I was going to school for nutrition at the time, so it sounded to me like he was low on potassium. Oh, boom! Brown all our nails the red way! Duh! Bananas! He ate two like his life depended on it and was better for the rest of the visit. Frankly, bananas saved his life. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, my God. And I know someone who had too much potassium. Yeah, that's really scary. Your heart can stop. um, Because she was just drinking uh, coconut water nonstop. That, that is crazy? super scary. I because um, people don't know. Also, like coconut water markets itself as like it's a better way to hydrate and all this sort of stuff. And if you just drink coconut water for like the full day, like you can get po- like potassium poisoning. It's so scary. So yeah. p- uh, too much potassium can give you a heart attack at any yeah. age, and people don't know that. But yes, I, I've heard similar stories about that. But I had that happen to me not long ago. Part of when I had that kidney stone, I went to a nephrologist, got diagnosed for a couple of things, and one of the supplements he puts me on was potassium nitrate. And he's it's like take three pills a day with food or whatever. And on the second day, I was doing a normal three mile walk, kind of in the neighborhood, and I noticed that like I was like gasping for air, like hard, having a hard time swallowing. And I'm like, that's so weird. And I was like, I wonder if it's the heat or I'm like. I don't know. I didn't really make the connection. And then I walk a little further and I started to feel like a tingling in my left arm. And I was, and this was six months ago. This was not long ago. And like, I'm at the time very physically fit, do this walk literally every single day. Uh I get back and I'm like, God, that was so weird. I wonder what's going on. So, you know, not to talk uh, out of class or whatever, but Later that evening, I happened to have a romantic encounter, and afterwards, my heart was stopping. It stopped. It was skipping entire beats, and it had never happened before in my life, but it would go boom, boom, and then nothing, and then go boom, and then it would go boom, boom. So it was an arrhythmia, yeah. It was a full arrhythmia, and I, I had no idea, and then so I called the pharmacy first, and then I called the doctor the next day. I stopped taking the pills the next morning. And it's like the number one thing to go to the emergency room if you take any potassium supplement. But I didn't know. And the pharmacist didn't tell me. And the doctor was like, really? Crazy. So I stopped taking it. Crazy. Dude, it was the closest I've ever felt to death. It was like my heart was stopping. fucking taking three potassium. Six pills over two days, which was I was supposed to take it for like three months, that regimen. And so I stopped taking it. Dude, it was nuts because i was like oh this is what that feels like my heart is stopping for full two seconds and then it would go boom and i'm like well i would rather pee rocks for the rest of my life than deal with that again (laughs) that's so terrifying it was it was a it was a good teachable moment i wasn't even scared i was more confused you know that thing where you're like just you're like well what is happening and then when i got the solution i was already on the way i wasn't like you know what's going to fix this more of those pills yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah, I, two days ago, I start. And the, that, uh, oh, man. Wowie, zowie, whammy, blammy. Anyways, I made it. One. I'm still yeah. here. Um, <laughs> okay, so the confessions were social media mistakes or blaming mm-hmm. others. Okay. 
Once I was camping with my husband, boyfriend at the time, and we had beans and toast for dinner. <laughs> you know where it's going. You know where it's going. That night, I was struck with the most noxious fumes filling our tent. I was nearly gagging from the smell. I'm getting annoyed thinking my partner is the one hotboxing me. So at one point, I angrily wake him up and tell him, open a window. So he does and then goes back to sleep. The next day, I go for a walk to gather some firewood, and I rip one. When I tell you I almost passed out from my own smell, it was me who had been delting it all night. I never admitted to him either. Didn't mind. That's true, love. Uh, and he said he didn't notice either. Highly unlikely. Well, <laughs> you're absolved. Camping and eating toast and beans when you're just dating, bold choice. Bold choice. There's a lot of... There's a lot of camping options out there. Yeah. <laughs> also, open a window of the tent? I mean, I'm either, it doesn't say, so I'm <laughs> guessing it's RV or tent. I mean, unzip that window. Unzip that window. That's going to change things. <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. All right, I've got one. That's, uh, we'll just get these out of the way. I love it. The dirty ones. Yep. Here it is. I have a sharding confession. <laughs> back to back. Yep. In my first year of college, I dated this guy a couple years older than me. One night, we got caught in a rainstorm, went back to his house to put our clothes in the dryer upstairs and head to bed in his room downstairs. My boyfriend would leave extremely early for class, and I would wake up later and drive back to my dorm for my afternoon classes. On this particular morning, I could hear his roommates right outside of his door weirdly dancing and singing together. I mean, I love to hear it. <laughs> this, is the, this is what makes this story the best. Yes. Uh, my clothes were upstairs in the dryer, and since I didn't know them very well yet, I decided to wait in my boyfriend's room butt-ass naked until they left for their classes Sure. so I could make my birthday suit sprint upstairs. About yes. 30 minutes into waiting. 30 minutes into waiting. Yes. While they're just dancing and singing <laughs> <laughs> directly in front of the door. I fart. Only it wasn't a fart. It was a runny, explosive shart. Oh, boy. With my boyfriend's roommates mere inches from the bedroom's clothes. Oh, boy. I panic looking for tissues, towels, anything I can find. Ultimately, I dug through my boyfriend's trash can and used what I can only assume was jizz-filled toilet paper to clean myself up the best I could. Oh, boy. I waited in that room for another 45 minutes. Again, roommates still dancing, still singing, <laughs> <laughs> for these oh. goddamn roommates to leave the house. When I made a run for it, I never mentioned a single word about this, and his roommates still have no idea. I was even in the house that morning, and that's my confession. Please, for the love of all that is sacred, absolve me. You are absolved. Absolutely absolved. You did a great job. Yeah. What a, you had no other options. Yeah. yeah. No other options. That's amazing. I mean, I guess you could have gone back with like a Stanley steamer and, and done a little carpet cleaning or something. But other than that, it sounds like Stanley you handled. <laughs> I don't know. Bissell. Uh, those are the two I can name <laughs> off the top of my head. But that's pretty. You handled it like an adult. Nobody needs to know. No, nobody needs to know. Well, now I'm trying to think of any of those times in life where you pretend you're not somewhere to let people sneak out of the house or like if you're staying over and you're just sitting very still and hoping people leave which i'm sure has happened to me many times yeah i'm trying to think you know uh, that feeling though i oh, i can yeah. feel that feeling of like just don't say anything it's like the pretending to sleep thing i've never regretted pretending to be asleep in my entire life <laughs> 
and I never will. And it'll just be like, oh, Scotty's still asleep. We'll go into the grocery store without him. And I'm just in a car being like, good. I didn't want to go in there anyways. <laughs> Give us one more confession to send us home for this episode. Sure. Let me get a good one on here. Okay. okay. Social media mistakes confession on someone else's behalf. In college, my friend looked up a guy from one of her classes on Facebook and was browsing his photos. Somehow she accidentally tagged herself in his profile photo and could not undo it. Also, we got like three like this. We got three that were accidentally tagging yourself, either making fun of somebody at work or you're like cyber stalking somebody, light internet stalking and accidentally tagging yourself. I don't know how you would have done that. It must be Facebook. It's Facebook specific. Relatively difficult. You can't tag yourself in Instagram photos. So it must be Facebook and it must be like just a one button click. I guess so. Uh, She tagged herself in his profile photo and could not undo it. (laughs) She was. His profile photo. Yes, that's the best too. (laughs) It's just like, I was there. When you took, when you're, as you're holding this fish, I was there. This portrait of yourself, it is me. When I was uh, a senior, I just graduated from high school, and there was a guy that I used to be really close childhood friends with, and then we had grown apart through high school, and, and it was kind of that thing where in denial, we knew we were going to go in different directions. Like I knew I was going to go as far away as I could afford for college and never come back, and mm-hmm. but I wanted to be cool with him again. And uh, so I was like, do you want to go fishing? Um, he was like, yeah, because he loved going fishing. And so we go to this beautiful stream, and it was an area he had wanted to fish, and I'd never been to, and we're just walking in the stream, just trout fishing. And I'm, like, trying, I guess in retrospect, just trying to win him over one more time to be like, I'm fun and cool. You're fun and cool. We used to be really close. We're sort of growing apart. Maybe let's have a a good day, and then we'll kind of live our lives after we go to college. And I'm standing on a the riverbank and I step on a stone and then I step down to just get back into the river and go 100% underwater went like I where I had stepped the rest of the river is four inches deep maybe like up to your ankles and then you're fishing into the pools where the trout are yeah but I stepped somewhere that's apparently seven to eight feet deep water without knowing and when I you know I could swim and all that but I'm like wearing full clothing I'm holding a fishing rod and tackle and when I came up the look on his face he was like Scotty like it was as if I had just like it was so embarrassing in the weirdest hetero straight guys hanging out way like it was so embarrassing that I still think about it I'm like Man, I wonder if he even remembers that or if just to me it was the strangest, most humiliating thing to happen that summer. Very oh, weird. I love it so much because it definitely seems like if I was there, I, I, man, I would have. You just laughed. That. Yeah. Because it, w- it would be like it would be like you just entered, entered a portal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just like walking along. Foom, <laughs> yeah, underwater. I, <laughs> I mean, 100, like head under, like I'm sure lost my hat. And, and I'm like come up with a fishing rod and then I have to figure out like how that even happened. And <laughs> yeah, but he his look wasn't like, that's so funny or are you okay? It was like, it was like out of a high school movie where the cool kid looks at the other kid and he's like, well, you're a nerd forever in my mind. And I'm like, understood. I'm a wet nerd, <laughs> to be more specific. Anyways, to end this little confession, uh, this girl ha- happened to be sitting on the toilet when this happened. So she slid her phone under the bathroom door and asked her brother to fix it. 
The guy absolutely saw it because he added her back right after. I cannot even think about this without Uh, laughing. So I guess the guy liked it. Oh, that's really funny. He added her back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I used to have a joke about this. That it's like, uh, it was like to do 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 some things to make the world a better place, which is find a stranger's Facebook page, go all the way back like two years, Ooh. and then just like one photo. <laughs> yes, I know we have a bananas Facebook, so I guess follow that. I've never looked at it. Didn't yeah. you start one? Yeah, we do. Okay, cool. There's nothing on it. Oh, great. Yeah, we that we we've used Facebook really. Really uh, <laughs> successfully. <laughs> oh, it's toast anyways. Everybody knows yeah. it's toast. Meta's going down the crapper. Nobody's using that. <laughs> well, that's been a mini-sode with the Banana Boys. Thank you to uh, producer Katie Levine. Thank you to our intern, who is also a real full human. Yes, she is. Lisa Magid. And, of course, to our benevolent overlords, Karen and Georgia, and everyone at Exactly Right. Thank you to you, Scotty. Thank you to you, Kurt. Thank you to everybody who's doing a Door to Shore or donated to Door to Shore to Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstar. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.